Welcome to True Print for Life. I'm your host, Christina Vera. And I'm your co-host, Maidin Samboys. So today we have a special, special guest. I know we say special guest every single this time. This is super special. But this special. is super special. Like, I don't think you get more special than uh, the guest we have today. I'm excited to introduce you, Maritza Anthony, um, who is not only our guest, but she's actually my mother. So mm-hmm. you can't get more special than meeting the originator. Um, and we're excited to have you today you. to be here to talk about just all the amazing things you've done professionally. Um, you know, it's interesting as we have continued to grow in this space of business and with the podcast, just how many people we've met along the process who have had very similar um, journeys and in corporate America versus entrepreneurship. And you've had a very successful career in both sectors, both corporate America and entrepreneurship. So I think our listeners are in for a real treat uh, just to learn more about you and just some of the things that you've been able to accomplish. And some of the things that you have uh, learned that I know she often is trying (laughs) to teach me and I think even Mylene, because my mom has been a huge part of also us founding our nonprofit organization. As many of you know, Mylene and I co-founded a nonprofit organization nine years ago. Nine years ago, officially, officially. in yes. Officially, like 11, guys. Right, officially, <laughs> I almost think 12, yes. actually. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, so we're super excited to have you here with us today. And so uh, share with us just a little bit. I know your journey very well, but I really <laughs> want to be able to let our listeners I learn might more. I you off, though. No, no, don't, share, don't share anything too I much. I don't want wine. I, I don't want to be emotionally yeah, anything scarred. Anything you want. I'm her adopted Dominican daughter, so she can share whatever she wants. You're my second child said I can share anything I want. Well, um, thank you so much, ladies. I'm really excited to be here. Um, honored that you ladies have um, taken the time to invite me and ask me to be a part of this. I have been a mom for... Well, Seven years. Well, yeah. (laughs) I've been a bomb for almost 40 years. (laughs) I um, became a teen, you know, teen mom. I was really young. I was 15 and I had a total of six kids, four biological and two step babies. I've got 16 beautiful grandchildren. I have some great grandbabies. So I say all of that because sometimes people think that because you're in a situation, you're stuck in that situation. Mm. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later because I can't even imagine telling myself at 15 that I would be able to accomplish the things that I've been able to accomplish mm-hmm. in my journey. So um, the one thing that I do want to say is, um, Christina was right, I've had an opportunity to be in both corporate America as well as entrepreneurship. Corporate America was a very eye-opening experience when I first moved to Columbus about 30 years ago, the environment was not as inviting for minorities to do um, to, to do anything that would show you intelligence or show that you're, you know, growth, that there's potential of growth. Um, I started working at this company that I was really passionate about. I tried to learn everything I could about the organization. I used to take my breaks and my lunch hours to go sit in different departments because I really wanted to learn. I really wanted to grow. But what I didn't realize was that it wasn't what I knew. It was who I knew, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I started saying, okay, this is, something's wrong with this. Like, I know all that stuff. Why did they give him that job or her that job? And as I, as I, you know, matured 
in the corporate environment, I started learning that it was not about always what you knew, but who you knew. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't fair. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I remember my manager, which I feel like I want to say his name, but I'm not. I'm going to save him from it. <laughs> At that time, this was back in, in the mid-90s, um, I said to him, you know, I'm ready to move up. I've been here for two years. And, you know, I went from customer service rep to lead, and now I'm ready to be a manager, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you're freshly off the boat, and you already want to run the ship? And I was like... I was thrown off, but I was very naive. I didn't realize that that was very inappropriate, obviously. But what he didn't realize is that he gave me the drive to say, you're damn right. I'm ready to, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, move this boat along and I'm going to be the one driving it. So that gave me the inspiration. And um, I don't know, the, the energy, the inspiration, the tenacity to say, you know what, I'm going to prove to myself, because at that point, it was no longer about what he said or anyone else to myself that I can do this. The challenges continued because um, I was young. I have four children by this time in my mid-20s, already a mother of four. I was married, and I was not in a relationship or marriage that was supportive. Mm -hmm. Key number two. Right. You have to make sure that you're in a situation where you're feeling supported in order for you to grow and move forward. First one, don't let anybody tell you different. And second one, surround yourself with people that are going to support you. But these were lessons that I had to learn. I did not have that. I didn't have the support. I was given basically ultimatums. You stay home and raise the kids or, you know, I want a divorce. Well, I was happily divorced because <laughs> I decided I was going to pursue my career. And I did. I continued to grow in the company. I was able to move around um, different areas of the company. I was able to um, not just move around in different areas of the company, but experience different states. Like they would send me in different, um, different states to open call centers and help with that. And here I am, you know, a GED graduate with very little um, college. And but the determination was so much bigger than any degree can possibly give me. I was so determined to prove that I could do this. So much that when people would sometimes, um, you know, make fun of my accent. I was very New York when I first moved here. And um, I used to have people say, wow, you sound like Rosie Perez. <laughs> that I would stand in front of the mirror at nighttime and learn how to hide the accent so mm. that I can sound more like I belong, mm. so that I can sound like you want to listen, you want to hear me out. I didn't want them to hear the accent. I wanted them to hear me. Mm -hmm. So that took, you know, some kind of prepping and, and, and coaching, self-coaching because, and I didn't know that's what that was. Now I know because I didn't have anyone to say, you know, you should do this or do that. And that's what I love about Femergy. You ladies give girls and women, that platform to say, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right, and then giving them the resources to say, okay, if you don't think you're doing it right, maybe you can go this route and see if this fits for you or this route and see if that fits for you. So that's, you know, kind of my journey. That's where I, I've been, and I still have quite a bit to go. I'm in my 
mid-50s and still have another 40, 50 years to go. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. <laughs> she looks amazing. You have to look at the video. I want you to look at the video. You remember the children she mentioned? You couldn't tell by just seeing her. I just want to make sure you pick yeah, up the video yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that that's basically like my corporate um, environment. Before you move to your entrepreneurship, right? Because I worked in corporate. Mm-hmm. You mentioned your drive. But something I know about you is your ability to have amazing relationships. You're very relationship-driven. So would you say you learned that in corporate? Because you talk about it's who you know, right? So your drive can only take you so far. Mm-hmm. Right. So there, there has to be another factor there that knowing you, I think that yeah. was your secret weapon. That was. You know, uh, I'm glad you said that because it is. It's sometimes we don't realize that the gifts that you have um, can be utilized in all aspects of your life. And one gift that took me a long time to acknowledge is that I do like to be around people. You know how some people are like, oh, I hate being around people. I, mm-hmm. I know them. <laughs> I am listening. I'm unapologetically an introvert, and I'm okay with that because I just am, and I'm fine with that. Well, I mean, there are times that you need to take, you need to be a little selfish and be like, okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm out of the, the light here. I'm going to go ahead and hide somewhere for a couple hours. But I love being around people. Mm-hmm. I love connecting with people. I love asking questions. I am the random person in the grocery store. Yes, she is. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to let Christina tell that story. I just can't. Don't ever go in the grocery store. <laughs> because Marlene is the same person. So it's like, you know, you go into the grocery store. We were going in there for something. It was supposed to be a quick grocery run. Yes, And never. this woman is picking up um, cream cheese. I think it was like something. And my mom just couldn't help herself. She's just watching this woman grab this. She wanted to help her. And she's like, you know, actually, the other one is on sale. And so this woman <laughs> looks up at her like, what? And she's like, the, this is generic brand. The real brand is actually on sale. And you can get that one. And it's so much better. And they just started, like, having this full-on conversation. And I asked her what she was going to do. And, and I'm, said, like, melting under the cart. Like, can you just <laughs> come back over here and mind your In my mind, I'm like, just mind your business. But that's just your personality. Yeah. It's just like We ended was. up exchanging recipes. Of course you I did. gave. I was like, you know, you could do this and mix this. And, that, and this one melts better. She's and- coming over for Thanksgiving, guys. but sometimes I catch myself I'm like stop it but then I just can't help it it's kind of like this natural thing that you know I feel like you know back in the days they might have said you're just entrometia Mm -hmm. you know you're just a nosy body Mm -hmm. is what my grandmother would have said you just want to be in everything but I really just want to know people like I want to know them I want them to know that I see them Mm -hmm. and I want them to see me it's different than being heard Mm-hmm. When someone sees you and really sees you, there's no description of what that makes you feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you never know if that person at that moment needed to be seen. Mm-hmm. And you could have just changed something for them by just making one little comment or interjecting. Don't get me wrong. There are people that look at me like I'm crazy and like, all right, and ignore me. And I'm like, well, have a blessed day. I hope that helped. And I keep walking. I don't get mad. <laughs> And my kids are like, oh, my God, mom, you know, you act like you're running for office or something. But, um, you know, relationships is important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the network piece of it, as Mylene mentioned earlier, I think like you don't really realize that's what you're building, Um, especially just at the beginning of your career or even as young people, you Mm -hmm. know, having the courage to engage in conversation or meet new people 
you know, I think a lot of us shy away from that because we're like, oh, I don't want to talk to people or I, I don't know how to start a conversation. Hola. And yeah. So <laughs> it's just like, oh, I don't know what to say or I don't, don't call on me because I don't want to speak in front of the class or the group or the company. And so like the ability to, you know, be comfortable enough to engage in conversation naturally is one of those key elements that we do know is a big part of how you're able to succeed, whether in corporate America or in life or in business in general, because it is about that relationship building and building of the network. And so you mentioned earlier just the the differences in those relationships. And Mm so at what point, because I feel like that now presently there's all these buzz, buzzwords in terms of like mentors and coaches and things of that nature sponsor right sponsors mm-hmm. but at what point like I would be curious from your generation kind of like what was it like back then in terms of just like identifying people or were there people willingly open to helping you in that journey of whether it be in the beginning of corporate America or your transition to entrepreneurship That's a great question. Um, I think for my generation, you're right, those are buzzwords Mm -hmm. that we know now. Mm -hmm. But that was not what you were taught or what you automatically knew. There wasn't a person that you can say, oh, she would be a great mentor or she would be a great person to have in my circle. No, you basically, it, it went off of instinct, feeling, intuition, and just knowing, like, if you know what you want, like if you start learning what you want, you automatically know what to attract. Mm-hmm. And it was more of that kind of a, you know, like the the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. That was more what my generation depended on, the law of attraction versus all of these buzzwords with definitions. But they didn't even know the law of attraction either. <laughs> so they were just doing it naturally, right? What we call I think it now. Was, now what we call law of, it was there, yeah. but now what we call now the law of attraction. But yeah, it was naturally. Um, you would just... There were people that automatically wanted to see you win, and you just knew those were the people you're going to connect with. And then there were people that didn't want you to win, and you still connect with those people Mm -hmm. because they don't want you to win. Why? So I would still be the one that you're like, so do you want to do lunch? (laughs) And they're like, no. So what are you working on? You know, and they're like, um, blah, blah, blah. They would still have to answer me. Mm -hmm. I would not shy away from someone just because they weren't willing to be that person, that mentor, that key um, person. Because you can learn from them, right? You can learn, you can learn from, from everybody. They don't like you. Yes. You don't have to be best friends. Don't no. invite them to dinner. No. You know what I'm saying? And I guess now they call those associates instead of friends. <laughs> right. I guess that's the key word right. now. Face, thanks to Facebook. I think yes. Facebook. Thanks to Facebook. Because <laughs> think about all the technology, just the evolution of technology. You know, like I think it's something many of us, even as millennials, like we were kind of at the beginning wave of like those these different technology tools, and now what is it Gen is Gen Z Gen X? What are you guys? Whatever the <laughs> X Z your Z. Okay, so Gen Z. It's so like, what do you mean? Like what? Like like what I would life be without Facebook? What would like because you don't? It's not even something that you would ever think that it didn't exist before. So you almost a little bit take it for granted or don't know yeah. how to use that as a leverage or a tool. Because oftentimes I'm talking to my daughter who is 19 in college, and I'm like, well, do you have like your resume on LinkedIn? And she's like, no. And I'm like. 
but that's what that's for. So just not understanding how how many tools there are now to really help individuals kind of really build where before you had to organically go through all yeah. of these hoops and bounds to be able to build networks, build mm-hmm. relationships. Oh, I had the Rolodex. Yeah, like the, 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 the old school binder. <laughs> with the I had the Rolodex. I had the binder. I had the planner. I had the coolest Franklin Covey planner. Oh like, it was gosh. just like the best. And I mean, but then I would be like, okay, where did I write that number down? I'm looking through the planner. I'm looking through the... So you're right. It was not as organic as it is now where you can just stick it on your phone or take a picture of that QR code and you'll know who that person is. Mm -hmm. But um, it was... You had to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Like you had to really know what you wanted. And as you can imagine, even 19, 20, in in my late 20s, my early 30s, I still didn't know what I wanted. So I was kind of like all over the place trying to figure out. But as I was all over the place, I was building those networks and those relationships because it just came natural. Now, if it doesn't come natural to you, then you need to figure out a way that you can you can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Don't sit behind that computer or behind yeah. that phone and think that things are going to happen because of the technology we have now. There's nothing like a face-to-face relationship. Um, I know, for example, our company, I worked there for 10 years, did a lot of of stuff for that company. And, you know, I grew. I grew a lot there too. And then one day they came in and said, "Um, we're going to lay everybody off. They laid 353 people off with about, I don't know, 20-minute notice. You know, I was the manager, so they gave us notice first because we had to make sure we kept everybody, you know. So I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? Well, I had to go back to those networks. You know, there, there were people that I worked with in other departments and now, you know, knew about people in other companies and da 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 and so on and so forth. And within a couple of months, I had a couple different job offers that were amazing. Mm-hmm. I would have never been able to have that because I didn't have the education. I didn't have the degree. I didn't have the knowledge. Like the next job I got, I worked in a, um, tel- I worked for telecom, but the next job was working for web hosting. You know, how does the, com- you know, the www dot blah, blah, blah works. I have no idea. That was the beginning of the www. <laughs> I had no idea. But <laughs> I got to manage the technicians that did. I didn't need to know what they were doing. All I needed to know is who to go to. So I had a new company, built new relationships. There were people in Atlanta working. We had people in Virginia. I started sending candy and cookies and lunch <laughs> to all the different technicians throughout the states. And they're like, oh, my God, what do you need, Maritza? So I never needed to know the answer. I just needed to know a phone number. Yeah. So okay. that's what networking is. You don't have to know everything. Mm-hmm. You have to know who knows mm-hmm. what you need. Yeah. And as um, Melina asked earlier... Yes, I learned that in corporate America. Mm-hmm. When some people will look at that and they shy away from it because they're like, oh, it's not fair. It's because who they know. But I didn't look at it that way. I was like, okay, wait, there's got to be something behind this. Mm-hmm. Okay, because she doesn't know everything. Yeah. But she's making mad money and she's signing my paycheck. So what's going on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of like the millennials and Gen Z people we meet with, 
they're having a huge disconnect in how they're able to work alongside of people from different generations. And sometimes like I've had um, clients and people who have called me, it's like, you know, I'm the youngest person in my department, or now I'm the manager of all these people that have been here 15, 20 years. And they get a hard time because they're like, okay, I've been here 20 years and you just graduated college. So like now you're my boss. And there's this awkwardness of or, like the shift in power. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard because generations are so different. To your point, it's like, pick up the phone, let's have a meeting. And my generation is like, just text me. And it's not that I don't want to have this relationship with you, but it's hard because we're just from different worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would you say... Um, or any advice you can offer for our listeners who are kind of in this new season of leading or in a new area of just like growing, but they are coming up against so much opposition because our generations really are so different. And I guess it's just hard because Mm -hmm. I know I've dealt with that. I've had people who they just want a whole different way of communication, but it's just, it's very different from what I've been used to or what we've been used to. And I think it's advice to both, right? Because you have a unique place, right? Because you, you know, you've been with us and you know like the, the younger part mm-hmm. and then you were that older part too, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. what would you say to those people that are older? More seasoned. More seasoned. Older people don't like to be called to as older. The more seasoned. The extra seasoned fries. What would you say to them? Guys, I'm a foreigner. I use more How do they work with us? You know what? I'm going to have to say that it's you have to give and take in any relationship. So I think you you work a business relationship with the same mindset that you work a personal relationship. If you're trying to build a relationship with your teenage daughter, if you're trying to build a relationship with, you know, your your seasoned mom, or if you're trying to work a relationship with a partner, you have to give and take. So you have to understand their language Mm -hmm. and then they have to understand your language. But the only way you can do that is by being a little transparent and saying, I'll give you an example. Hey, Mylene, I know that you love for me to pick up the phone and call you. What's the best time for me to do that? Because usually my best way of doing it is texting. But if that doesn't work for you, What's the best best time? So this way you're not completely putting out there, oh, you know, I'm not going to call her because I don't have time. You're letting them know what your best way is, but mm-hmm. you're also letting them know that you're willing to bend. Mm-hmm. The seasoned people, we need to get with it. <laughs> Listen up, guys. I'm, I'm telling you. We didn't you. say this, by the way. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> this. I'm saying don't flood my IG with that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying it. I had the privilege of speaking um, at an event a couple weeks ago in Texas, and there were 6,000 entrepreneurs in the audience. And one of the things that we were talking about is the change, how the business has changed, blah, blah, blah. And um, most of the people that were there are seasoned. You know, Mm -hmm. they've been in the business for quite a while. We're talking about 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Um, It's multi-level marketing. You know, sometimes you start and you're there forever. And... What I said was, you know, the other speakers kept talking about, you know, the business has changed. The business has changed. And I said, the business has not changed. What changed is how we do the business. Mm-hmm. Right. The business is still the same. Same products, guys. <laughs> same products. Walmart has the same stuff. Kroger's has the same stuff. 
you know, Target has the same stuff. I love Target. Target has the same <laughs> stuff, but the way they do their business is different. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not going to walk down the aisle. You might just go on the line and order what you need. Mm-hmm. You might have them deliver it versus you going to pick it up. Or That's all it is. And once as a seasoned person, individual, entrepreneur, or, or um, you know, corporate person, once that person starts realizing, wait a second, I still know my products. I still know my business. I still know what I'm capable of. And I still know my worth and my value. I just got to find a different way to traffic this out. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. And find what's easiest for you. I'm not saying, you know, I'm in my 50s. And I love, love, love technology. Christina will tell you, I just bought an iPhone 13. And oh, I wow. saw that the iPhone 14 is coming out. And I've only had my 13 for about three months, I think I bought it, three months ago. Mm. And I'm like, man, I should have waited. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm getting that 14. Wow. Don't need the I think I have an 11, guys. I don't even know what this is. I, don't even know what I love technology. <laughs> I bought the iPad Pro when it came out with the M1 chip and blah, blah, blah. And so for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. Just Google it. It's Apple. Yeah, Apple. <laughs> well, I went a couple weeks ago. I was like, I want the... She's just bored, y'all. That's how it is. She's just very successful, actually. That's what it is. When you're very successful, I'm curious. (laughs) I'm interested in knowing what's going on and how can I relate. My passion is to connect with the young folks, especially girls. But I do work a lot with young people. Um, It's almost like natural. Like they want to hang around. They love you. They like just oh, you know, you want to go shopping. You want to go do this. Well, how am I going to be a resource to them or how am I going to be, you know, relatable, an, relatable or an asset to them? Yeah. If I'm standing over here going, oh, yeah, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. I used to walk to school. I never took an Uber. What? <laughs> and it would be snow all the way up to my knees. <laughs> Which is wrong. all true. Which is all true. <laughs> but um, they don't want to hear that. They're, they're like, that's that? your problem. I tell them. I tell them. <laughs> that's your childhood. <laughs> Julia, it's so funny. I said something to Juliana. I, I think I was telling you this the other day. So I have a 13 year old daughter and, you know, Literally, like, they just are not doing their chores. And I'm like, I'm about to strike as a parent. Like, I'm not feeding you. I'm not taking you to school. Like, you guys need to get it together. So I'm, like, just telling her. I was like, you know, when I was a kid, I straight had this moment. I was like, I didn't I didn't have to be asked to do laundry. I, I had to walk my, my siblings to school. I had to walk to the corner store to get groceries. So she hits me. She's like, so what corner store do you want me to walk to? <laughs> she was like, you drive Adrian to school. What school do you want me to walk him to? And I was like, that's not the point she's just like your life is different than my life Mm -hmm. your upbringing is different than my upbringing and i was like damn yes but you still need to do your chores yeah (laughs) so then what you need to do is find a different way to communicate the need of those chores still getting done Mm -hmm. same thing yeah the business hasn't changed the chores got to get done find a different way to get them to connect and see that that's something that has to be done yeah i'm dominican don't take their phones i'll take their phones off guys (laughs) And I, and I turn Every time I eye. try to take their phones, then I need to call them. <laughs> <laughs> Back phones. I 
<laughs> you know, parent we don't have house phones anymore. You. So the problem is when you ground your children and you take their cell phones, then it really disservices me. <laughs> There's because- a system, Christy. I told <laughs> you about the system. The oh, parent yeah. controlling where you can just have them just only you, mommy, Ask and Jessica and dad can call. Yes. yes. Can. And Gaddy too. I'm just not good with that. It's okay. Stuff. We'll get there. It's a different yeah. system. We'll same product. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll come, different system, I'll same product. I'll come back product. and talk about that on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Please help the parents, mommy. Help them. Uh, Thank you. So why entrepreneurship? I know you have had a great career. I, I, I think you you ventured into entrepreneurship at least what, 15, so 15 years. Okay, I wasn't going to guess 15. I just and yeah, so I know a lot of people often debate about entrepreneurship and you decided to go into entrepreneurship 15 years ago before it became like this popping Instagram kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, everybody should have a business. Um, you decided that that was something you wanted to venture into. Like what what appealed to you about wanting to go off on your own? Um, you know, sometimes things happen without you really choosing them. And I think that's what happened for me then. I was, like I told you, I was working in corporate America at that time. I had just been transferred to an office in Atlanta. Here I was a single mom with four little ones and got laid off and I got an offer to go somewhere else. I was like, pack the bags, let's go. First we moved to South Carolina, then Atlanta. But in the process of that, um, I neglected to care for myself. And I had a stroke in my early 30s. I was like 33. Two, two. 33. Mm-hmm. I had um, two um, minor strokes and things started changing because then it was really difficult for me to um, continue to do the job that I was doing. But I, I still kept going and then they laid me off again. And when I came to back to Columbus, I decided, you know what, I need to start doing something that feels rewarding, something that I, no matter what's happening in my life, I could still do it, but do it to where I'm not waiting for people to tell me I'm doing a great job. And entrepreneurship kind of fell on my lap. Um, My sister-in-law said, you know, hey, there's an opportunity, you know, take a look at it and see, you know, you're really good with people. Why don't you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Uh, I'll try it. And one thing after the other kept happening, trying to get in my way and get in my way, get in my way. I became really sick again. I was I, I end up in the hospital in a wheelchair and all this stuff. I was uh, unable to walk for almost a year. But during that time, I was building my business. Yeah, she sure I was. I turned the conference room at the nursing home that I was in yeah. into my office. Uh, I had to be there anyway. So I asked the administrator at the nursing facility Only at the rehab center, <laughs> can I use this room when you guys are not using it? And she's like, well, nobody uses it after five. I was like, great. I'll wheel myself in there and make phone calls and have people meet me there. And I was training and coaching. And I started working on building. And um, when I left there, you know, I was there for a few months. When I left there, I had this small little you know, like this little empire that was just starting. I had already a uh, foundation. Mm. And I say all of that because even when things seem like they're impossible, the only one that can make it or keep it impossible is you. Mm. That's tweetable. (laughs) I'm telling you, no matter what you've got going on, Mm -hmm. you are the only one that can keep you from being who you need to be and being where you need to go. Um, and I had to learn that, really, really learn that. And I had to start loving me 
regardless of whether I can, you know, um, be in front of a... I love corporate America. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love being in front of people. I love being able to do presentations and do this and do that. But that passion didn't have to just be there. I took that passion and I turned it into the business that I have, that I've had for 15 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've traveled all over... You've coached mega teams. You've done all kinds of different um, sales and development. And so something that started off as just like, oh, I'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Like you've built over 15 years and have been able to travel the world, you know, to for do. Free. Yeah, for pretty much free. <laughs> yeah, for free. Yeah, to, to be able to, you know, do what you love to do, which is build relationships and help people figure out, you know, how do they create structure in their businesses. And so I think it's a huge testament to your character and your ability to see opportunity even in, you know, moments of opposition and for you to be able to have had this longevity, especially in, in you know, multi-level marketing where some people are like, oh, it's, you know, it's not real. It's a scam. And I'm like, no, it's not. My mother's been doing it 15 years. She's traveled the world. She has a room full of trophies everywhere. <laughs> I was like, it's not a scam. So it's it's a real thing. And it's such an um, amazing industry because it's it's about women and it's an empowerment. It's, mm -hmm. it's you know, it's more than just beauty. And, and, and it, it's truly, I've been, to some of the conferences and things yeah. and I'm like Love wow it. this is a vibe like it's, mm -hmm. I mean because it's it's really really amazing to see what you can do when you just put your all into something and so now that you're you know 15 years doing this you have corporate America we're all grown super grown <laughs> um so what do you think is next like what do you I know you're working on some stuff and oh, you if you're ready I it's mean one if of you're not that if I share it that means I have to do yes, it yes please share it <laughs> I have been sitting on a couple of projects for quite some time. And I think, you know, this is kind of like the reminder that, okay, it's time to kind of get those projects out there. I am working on a podcast as yes. well. I have not launched the podcast yet. Uh, pretty much have all of the pieces together. It's just now getting that. That push. That push. Here's your that push. Oomph. Here's my push, because now you're putting me on blast yes. um, to get it started. Um, and I'm also working on a book. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that for quite some time. And I'm, you know, progressing along with that as well. And I'm also doing um, coaching. I'm doing um, some individual coaching. I don't do business coaching, but what I'm doing is just being able to help people identify where they want to go and what path they can build to get there. So I'm a life strategist. Mm -hmm. So basically, whether it's business related or, you know, am I ready for a family? Or am I ready to go back to school? Whatever it is, it's the same formula. Mm -hmm. Might be a different title, same formula. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on that. I've got a couple clients that I'm working with right now and um, plan on doing some more traveling. I've Taken, um, I gave myself a challenge last year that I wanted to travel to 12 different places this year. And um, I've already been to 17. So wow. that was on my dream board. And now I had to 
turn the board around and add some more <laughs> because what a life what, a life. what an inspiration <laughs> you know what it's something to look forward to yes yeah when you put your mind to it you can do it we love for you not to put pressure but to put pressure that when your book is is ready when you're ready to share the book with the world and in your new podcast we'd love to be in your podcast yeah and we'd we love you, to have yes yes, yes. and we'd love to great. tell our listeners that you, whenever you're ready to share that yeah i would love to have you guys yeah you know what I'm yeah I think that it, it's time sometimes you just have to wait for that I don't know that feeling that okay it's time to get to that next level and I have been in that space for about three months now and I think it's time for me to just move to that next level and I'm excited about it yeah it's exciting yeah we were there we, we, we <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> remember we launched from Mexico we're like you we're know, launching now today now. <laughs> It's, it's so interesting because, like, I think it was yesterday, I was like, oh, my God, there's so much happening, right? But then I had to catch myself. I said, don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare complain about something you prayed for, something you've been working so hard all these years. I mean, this has been, people don't, people see when you arrive. They don't see all of the hustle that goes into things for years. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting when people come up to us like, oh, how did... And it's like, this is a 12-year journey. Mm -hmm. 12 years of building a company. 12 mm -hmm. years of, of sacrifice, investing. Yeah. You, something didn't work. Okay, what do we do now? How do we pivot? And so it's it's a discipline. It's, it's not something it that you every day wake up super excited and motivated to do. Because yesterday I was like questioning my whole life. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be an adult no more. I don't want to parent these children no more. I got the phone call, Mom. I, I just, said, keep adulting. Uh, you got to keep it going. I told my husband, I was like, aren't you sick of parenting? He was like, why would you say something like that? I'm just like, I love my children, but the idea that the morning is what gets you. Dropping them off, picking them up. I got to feed them. I got to clean the house. It's just like, I just wanted to go time out <laughs> and like, let's just everybody have a seat. But it's just, it's just even in the moments of the chaos, you have to really acknowledge the fact like you, it's just like, I am where I'm supposed to be. You know, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be this leader. I'm supposed to be this mother. I'm supposed yeah. to be this, you know, but also taking the time, as you said earlier about self-care Yeah, because oh, it, it's like, as much as we want to hustle and push through and all these, you know, phrases that are meant to tell us we can push through our pain or what we're feeling. Exhaustion. I, that's a lie. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if you start to get to a point where you're like, yo, my, my hand is shaking or my stomach hurts, my mm -hmm. chest is too mm -hmm. tight. Headaches. Headaches, mm -hmm. you know, so like mm -hmm. we have to take care of ourselves, even if that's just like going for a walk, you know, taking a break, just yeah. being mm -hmm. in the moment, finding somebody that you can reset with. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when I get huge. like that, I'll, I'll either call you or Mylene or I'm like, hey, I need, you know. I'm like, come here, I'll feed you, girl. Come yeah. here. <laughs> So it's important that as you are in this journey, as Marissa has mentioned, of building and, and finding your path, whether it be in corporate or business, just or just in life, yeah, right? Just being a mom. Like, yeah, <laughs> being, being a mom, yes. You are listening to your body and you're listening mm -hmm. to yourself, but never for a moment second guess that you aren't necessarily where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And so... Or that you can't do it because yeah, you can. You yes. can. Even in a wheelchair in a nursing home. My you Lord. can build a business. I was building a business, right? I came to, 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 to check her and I said, what are you doing? She was yeah. like, I gotta work. I'm like, you're 
<laughs> she's in there looking all like ghostly and i'm like can you just sleep but the drive like, though because people don't want to make a call from their office like in, with a coffee yeah. in their yeah. hands imagine so now I i'm like Marie, you better make that girl listen she had her leave. little robe on and my she's in there like put a jacket over like, the oh my god <laughs> 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 you guys love her jacket it's right here listen it didn't matter if my mom had a blazer or a spanish abata and if you know if you're spanish you know what that means and it ain't a nice little cute bata either no. she she would have the same silk little tore red. up red bata for years and she's like just still making it happen still mm-hmm. making it happen which so. tells you that those times when you know sometimes we take for granted right yeah. we like well i don't want to do this because it's uncomfortable i think you know walking away from this one of the biggest things i'm taking is it doesn't matter where you are or how uncomfortable how hard it could be like you should make that call. You should make yeah. that contact, right? Because that's, that's just what it's pushed you away. It's not worth it if it's not uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're too comfortable, they didn't you haven't arrived. <laughs> right. You're only, you know you've arrived when you're still feeling very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I could go and speak, you know, in 20 different places and every single time I'm a nervous wreck. Me oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't, I'm, I'm sitting here with you ladies and I, I was a nervous wreck, yeah. but it's because... You know, I I want to be impactful. I want to be mm-hmm. intentional. I want I want to be purposeful. Yeah. I don't want to just do just to do. Yeah, yeah. and you are. Oh, you thank are. you. You are. That means you care. We love your passion. You are. I love you, ladies. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I feel like we have so much more we could talk about, but we're going to go on your podcast. So oh, yes. Just, just oh, yeah. let us know when that date is. I know where you're at. I know where to pull up at. How can people get in touch with you? So right now, um, what I'll do is I will provide you guys some links that you can share on the bottom of your podcast. Um, And, you know, I have also a number and email specifically for anyone that wants to just reach out and chat and kind of connect. So I'll get that information to you. Wonderful. You need to yeah. connect with her. She's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'll you. share her, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank just you. Keep an ear out for the podcast. And it's titled The Shit Nobody Talks About. Yes. So, yes. Get ready, guys. Get I cannot ready. wait to go there. <laughs> Get ready. Thank All you, right. Ladies. Well, thank you. And here at True Print for Life, we always like to close each one of our episodes with a little positive mantra It's, it's bigger, bigger than, than you. you. Thank you so much for listening today. We're excited and we hope that you follow us on Instagram, True Print for Life, uh, YouTube channel, also True Print for Life. And make sure that you share, 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 like, watch our videos. Make sure that you follow us on all streaming platforms.